welcome to the game raven review podcast i'm your host sam and we are a collective of content creators writers and indie enthusiasts whose mission is to introduce gamers to hidden gems in the indie game world and as i am every week i am joined by some very talented individuals to discuss the world of indie games in today's episode we're going to be talking about some of the games that we're looking forward to at the end of 2022 and um i'm gonna probably throw in pokemon because that is of course again an indie game um but before we get into any of that let me introduce who i have with me this week starting off with taz who is our twitch team lead and podcast editor taz how are you i am wonderful how are you sam i am doing all right thank you for asking Next, we have Puppet, who is our editor-in-chief. hey Puppet, how are you? I am good. I'm excited to have the podcast back. I've missed you guys. Oh, you've been missed as well? Mm. Got to fly out to see you in person? Yes, that was so fun. Yeah, I just I, wish, wish I lived closer. I know. not like 2,000 miles away. <laughs> yes, you and Sarah. I I just wish we all lived closer. But thank God for technology and Discord and all the things. True. True. Yes. I don't know who created Discord, but thank you. Whoever you are. Hopefully you did nothing to make <laughs> me regret this in years coming. <laughs> uh, and we also have Emily, aka Whitefoot, who is our lead editor. Emily, how are you? good how are you i mean you already said you're all right i don't know why we all ask you how are you after you answered the first person because probably your answer won't have changed but you never know you know what (laughs) since you've asked you know it's a little cloudy outside it's smoky here it's been this is weird because it hasn't rained it still hasn't rained and that is not normal for seattle area it is not no, and we're like almost. We are mid October, and it still hasn't like. Yeah, I don't know what's. I don't like it. I it's don't like right. it. <laughs> it's it's just wrong, right? But we're we're good. We're alive. That's that's something. It is, and I am glad to have all of you here for this podcast. And we'll be right back with what we've been playing. See you on the other side. to the game raven review podcast with our segment what we've been playing where we discuss what we've been playing for the last week or so um and let's start off with taz taz what have you been playing i've been playing some skyrim you know you just get that itch you know sometimes like it's like it's like uh like minecraft or skyrim you just get the itch to just mm-hmm. be in a world and just do whatever you want which i love um, i'm playing it on the switch um specifically and it's been great time. Um, I'm doing a because uh, I didn't get like you know the the millionth edition of Skyrim. It's the one before that. Um, 
I haven't upgraded it. Although you can upgrade your your old edition on Switch to the newest one, and I don't think it corrupts anything. It just gives it a little little juice, a little boost. Um, so that's cool. Um, I think. I think. Do your research, kids. But I have no idea. Um, it makes sense because it promotes it like on the main menu when you go into the game. It's like, hey, so I imagine. Um, uh, but I am doing a specific rogue thief build and only doing things that would fit the role playing. I'm like trying to do a major role playing thing um, because like normally I would do that kind of build, but also like I would learn like little things just to like for me to level up for the sake of it which i'm not doing i'm sticking with uh light armor one-handed weapons pickpocketing sneaking um a little bit of bow and arrow but not too much because you know the biggest cheese was a sneak and archer build which i've done and it's amazing um but i'm trying to be light on that focusing on pickpocketing and stealing and all that stuff with a little light alchemy because I believe that like, you know, potions are helpful for a sneaky thief. You know, sometimes you need that potion of inv- invisibility, things like that, some heals, um, just light. I won't advance it too much, but I'm experimenting with ingredients. Um, but I'm only doing also like, uh, like dialogue options that would like my character would actually care about. Like, I'm not going to go asking about the College of Winterhold because I'm not a mage. and I don't care about that stuff, that magic mumbo jumbo. You know what I mean? Um, so I'm kind of, and I think I'll push it to maybe the, uh, what's the guild that they just kill people? Assassin's the, Guild? Thank, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Thank you. Um, I'll do a like, I'll do that quest line, but I won't do any other, like, major build quest lines because I don't want to ruin the role playing experience for myself. So, and of course, the best place to go for that, for my kind of build is Riften. But I don't want to go there too early because I'm still trying to do missions from Whiterun and I'm getting my butt kicked because of how technically weak my build is. But I'm getting there. Building XP and I'm excited because I haven't actually even played any of the DLCs um, ever in the longest time since, since they've been out. So, um, But then again, I probably will stop playing once Pokemon comes out. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So there's that. Uh, but yes, thank you for asking. Sorry about that. I just, I, I really like Skyrim. I really do. Okay, I have a question for you. Yes. Um, so, okay. You've played Skyrim on PC? And? Uh, I played it when it came out on the Xbox 360 in 2011. And then on the PC. And then on the Switch. Okay, so what is, what is your experience like? And how is it different? Because I played it on the Switch and I hate that game. So I will say that playing on PC just mechanically is easier um, because when you're especially when you're like doing bows or using a bow and arrow, like I realize that my aim sucks on the switch because I keep because it's because mm-hmm. it, it, the, the joy cons, the, the amount of pressure it takes to do something is actually quite a lot compared to an Xbox controller or a PlayStation controller. Um, so it's less sensitivity on like on the on the thing. Whereas PC, you can freely move around and just like snipe your shots, easy mm-hmm. peasy. Um, as well as like using your quick loadouts and like having your favorite weapons and magic and stuff is quicker to do on the PC because I think it's just tab or something. 
um or no tabs mm. the main menu but i'm still like i've i'm i've been maybe 10 hours into my new gameplay and i'm still like what are the freaking buttons on here on on the controller because this is oh, driving wow. me nuts um so i would say for the sake of just under like because i don't because console games they always like to fight on what button does what um especially when you're transitioning from playstation xbox and nintendo switch whereas pc every button is pretty much the same or you can change it to be whatever button you want so if you're comfortable with this button always being this kind of action that's you can change it it's easy it's awesome um but when it comes to visuals it's all been the same skyrim looks the same no matter what um unless you add mods on pc but i don't really care for that i played it on my switch on the dock on our big 75 inch tv and it was beautiful still but that's not really all i look at i like i like the gameplay you know i'm not much Mm -hmm. of a visuals person as much as like i like certain things to be certain way but skyrim skyrim and it just it just looks amazing regardless so right yeah but oh, okay. I would, I would, I only play it on Switch because I can take it portably because it, Skyrim is not verified on the Steam Deck. So, oh, um, huh, yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I, I am biased toward that game because I like bow and arrow, and I first uh, played it on the Switch, which was a bad idea, and I, I playing that game on a console yeah. like. Yeah, it's terrible. And also, okay, I could go on about Skyrim. I think it's overhyped, but also they hate cats. And I just, you know, can't do any world that is biased against cats. I just can't do it. I'm sorry. I mean, just not fair. You know, cats are the best. It is a highly political world and racism is alive in Skyrim. And it's a crazy experience. So, yeah, I don't like it. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> also, small flex on the TV. Does a small flex, you know, just. Yep. Yeah, I just like catch that, Tess. Did you catch that? Like that? Okay. Just get a One bigger TV we'll like and you, you can see everything. What was that, Sam? Mm, One day I'll be like you guys, you know, <laughs> with a big TV. <laughs> uh, all right, pop it. But what have you been playing? Oh, my gosh. Big TV as well, I'm sure. <laughs> Actually, not a whole lot on the big TV, to be honest. Um, I have been playing more V Rising, which I love. V Rising is a um, vampire survival experience, and it is beautiful. It is open world. It is PvP and PvE, and it is just gorgeous. Um, uh, Eric, who is one of our content creators slash just raven that floats around in our community um yes there are some of those uh reached out to me and was like hey um you want to play a game like i i miss you like it's been a while because you've been so busy and i was like yes let's play v rising because he and i had played it before when it first came out um and so i jumped back into it and it's just so great i could play that game forever like time goes by so quickly when i play that game like it's just so, yeah, you're a vampire, you build a castle, we're finally getting to the part where we're laying down floors and creating our walls, and we are taking out bosses, and we have, like, our upgraded weapons now, and it's just, like, it's it's just keeps getting better and better. I just, I love that game. So there's V Rising, and then randomly, um, I started playing Halo Infinite, um... And I'm so good 
at it. Taz and I played, and I carried our team the entire time. No, That's I didn't. Nice. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I am not great at first-person shooters, but I wanted to start playing it because... Um, I, you know, this weird job that I have that's just like a side gig thing is um, going to be working at uh, doing like this photo booth thing at um, the Haloed World Championships happening here in Seattle next weekend as Ooh. a recording date. Um, so I get to go, which is very exciting. And I have played Halo Reach. Like, I remember when I was younger, we had this dinosaur of a PC, and I just remember playing Halo then, and then a little bit more um, a few years ago with Taz again, um, and I, I was so good back then, too. Um, no, I wasn't. I'm very terrible. And then uh, I decided to play it, play uh, Halo Infinite, since I'm going to be at this thing, and I kind of want to know what they're talking about and, like, kind of, you know... I don't know. <laughs> anyway, it was very fun. It, it was exhilarating. Um, I could not sleep that night because I was on edge. I was like, oh my gosh. Ah, my heart's still pounding from running around and shooting things. Anyway. Um, however, I did see a an adorable little animal running across something. And it like dug into the ground. And I don't know what that animal was. But it was so cute, and I was looking at it, and then somebody killed me, and it was terrible. Anyway, that's me. That's what I've been playing. Oh, and Animal Crossing. And Cult of the Lamb. And a bunch <laughs> of other things, probably. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it is. <sighs> Thank you, Puppet. I, I believe in your skills. I do. Thank you. Thank you. Probably better than me. I, I hate shooters. Yeah. So bad. Oh. <laughs> uh, now, Emily, what have you been playing? I've actually been uh, picking up a new hobby, hobby lately, which is um, painting my nails and doing, like, nail art and stuff. So I haven't really played a lot of video games lately, but I did pick up Rhyme a little while ago because it was on sale. Um, that game came out in 2017, and I've always wanted to play it. And just never got around to it. So I've been playing through that. Uh, and it's very reminiscent of Eco from 2001, which it's got like the long, you know, white stone. You're on an island alone. You're a boy. And there's like a fox guiding you. And it's kind of light on puzzles and big on. I, w I won't say it's big on exploration because you don't just run around in circles looking for where am I going next? It's, it's kind of on rails, which I appreciate because, you know, I don't have all day. I like to have someone tell me where I need to go to get the story moving. So, um, yeah, I played a couple hours of it. It's pretty good. That's all. I, that's all I've got. I'm sorry. I haven't been playing anything lately. Your so. nail art, though, like I follow her on Instagram and I have loved it's the so art. Fun. Thank you. I am really proud of my um, uh, candy corn nails I did the yes. other day. Because it looks yeah. so real. I feel like I want to bite my nails because they look delicious, <laughs> like delicious candy corn. And not everyone loves candy corn. Um, there, There's two camps on that. And I'm really hard in the I love candy corn camp. It's very sweet. And I understand people who don't like it, but I love it. So anyway. I feel like it's one of those like love hate. Like I'm, I've met people who love yeah. it, who, who are obsessed. And then people who like absolutely hate it. Like peeps or licorice. Yeah, Peeps, Licorice, the color orange, you know, all of it. 
Oh, I didn't know orange was in there. Um, mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with orange, but yeah. Anyway, that's what I played. Uh, rhyme. It's it's good. Um, I feel like I was hoping for a bit more with it. Like it's a it's kind of light on puzzle difficulty. Um, but it's a beautiful landscape. The art really is what, and the music is really great too. There's no dialogue, so you're kind of finding these like um, murals and paintings around the ruins to kind of help you piece together what's going on. I don't really know what's going on. There's like a red cloaked figure that keeps appearing. He'll be one place like up at the top of a tower. And when you run up to the top of the tower to find him, you look down and he's exactly where you were just standing looking up at him. And now you're looking down at him. So that's kind of fun. I haven't seen him in a while, so I'm hoping he'll come back. But yeah, it's got it's mysterious and interesting. So that's all I've got. Very nice. Well, thank you all for your answers, and we'll be right back with the question of the week. See you there. back to the game raven review podcast with our segment question of the week like which is your favorite link which is your favorite pokemon which version of pokemon are you going to be getting in november right and so if you would like to join our discord please go to our website gameravenreview.com and a link to our discord will be right there and the question that we pulled for this week is how long do you think it will be before vr becomes mainstream and who would like to take the reins on this one? I thought it was kind of already mainstream. I mean, it's not something that people, I would say most people have in their homes, but um, I don't know. The numbers are going up. I don't know. Mm. Uh, I'm going to go with 10 years or maybe it's a fad and it won't happen. You know, it won't be around in the future and everyone will be like, that was lame. Like uh, 3D movies. You know, I mm. freaking loved seeing um, How to Train Your Dragon in 3D back in 2010. That blew my mind. It was the most fun thing ever. And yeah, now 3D movies are just kind of not a thing anymore. So maybe VR will be like that. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. Like what what happened with that? It was a fad, I guess. I guess. A gimmick. People call it a gimmick a lot. And I don't know mm-hmm. if the same thing will happen to VR. What do you think, Taz? You look like you have thoughts. Oh, no. I, I loved how, like, I was hyping it up for your take to be, like, a super hot take because that's what I think. I think it is already oh. in the mainstream. Um, but it's just about getting your hands on whatever system. You know, mm-hmm. there's the Oculus. There's the the Valve uh, one. There's the Google one. There's a bunch of different options. And there's a documentary on HBO about like people in VR and it's all shot in VR. Mm. Um, I haven't seen it yet. I've been meaning to see it. But like if there's a whole documentary on it, Mm. um, then because there's a bunch of people. I mean, like from 2018, some of the greatest memes happened in VR chat. And that was Uh four years ago. Um, So 
but I think it's interesting that you would say it, it, it it's possibly a fad, you know, because like I, I agree, like I feel bad for anybody that purchased a 3D TV, like, oh, my God, how disappointing um, was that investment, you know? I forgot but, all about that. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. That sucks, man. They, had, they gave you glasses and everything, but they gave you like two for a family of five. And I was just like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I, I personally like I have one, but I, I don't use it, you know, like it's, not, it's, just, it's a whole thing to set up too. it's a whole freaking thing um, that I'm just too lazy to do. Um, plus, you know, it's 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 the year of SAO. 2022 so i'm kind of going for that sao like take me out of here you know put me in what's it called eincrad yeah put me in eincrad let me mm. fight some stuff and put my life on the line you know i'd rather be an alfheim to be mm. honest alfheim's cool you can fly around yep. yeah well who don't know like me what is sao i'm sorry sort of online it's the uh anime oh oh that's right sorry yep. yeah i know no. what that is I'm no just... you're good never seen the show and never it's a game too right oh yeah there's a couple of games yeah they're not i don't know they're not good i haven't been impressed by the games but the the anime amazing freaking amazing um it has its ups and downs but it's overall really good i think yes well i would argue that i don't think it's mainstream per se i just don't think it's very accessible yet Um, I think that most of the world just doesn't have access to VR setups. So I think I would answer maybe five, ten years, maybe. Um, is it a fad? Potentially. Um, I feel like, uh, like dive systems are going to be more popular, because let's be real, we don't want to move around. And in like in dive, you're like completely in the world, but you don't have to necessarily like move your arms or like anything. And you know, a lot of VR you, you have the choice, but I feel like from what I've seen, and, and again, I have not played a lot of VR games. It's been at conventions or it's been here and there. I think one time Taz, you showed me uh how I could be in the world of Zelda and I sat on the floor with a chicken for a while. Um, (laughs) but aside from that, like I, I feel like, um, kind of like in, in SAO, like the dive, um, is going to be more popular. I think that's maybe the direction it's going to go. Um, but I don't know. I'm not sure. It could be like 3d movies. And by the way, I did see how to train your dragon in 3d as well. And it is one of my favorite memories ever. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, I would say Beat Saber, right, is probably the most popular and well-known game for VR. That's pretty mm-hmm. mainstream for people who have a VR headset. The problem is, though, not everyone has the space in their house for yeah. flailing around and not being able to see what's around you. That was our issue for a long time. We have more space now that we moved, but we still haven't set it up properly. So I think that's probably, aside from the expense, is the biggest barrier for people to get into VR. Mm, That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, like architecture and everything is going toward the small and tiny homes and all that stuff, at least here Mm -hmm. in the U.S., 
Um, and also just like economically, a lot of people just can't afford the literal yes. space. So exactly. there's just like a lot of barriers. Um, that's why I said it was like, you know, not accessible per se. Um, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Sam? I want to know what your take on it is. I think it's more mainstream than it was in the past. Like when you have full sections of like PlayStation Directs or whatever that are just dedicated to, hey, this is our VR section. Please buy our VR headset. Please, please. We need to make money on this thing. <laughs> um, but I also believe that, like you kind of said, like for me who, wear, who wears glasses, needs glasses, you're kind of mm-hmm. cutting that out of a lot of people where it's like, I also need glasses and me wearing that headset with glasses on just is asking for a headache. Um, mm-hmm. So yes, <laughs> I'm trying to get around that like trying to get again in more households where hey i already have a playstation hey i already have an xbox or a switch or whatever well now i'm also buying this other 300 dollars plus item that is more niche than the playstation that can play all these games where like you said i have to set up the headset make sure i don't run into like the child or the dog make sure (laughs) you know that Someone doesn't play a cruel trick on me and moves the couch while I'm playing the game and then I took <laughs> over something. Like, it's just so much to go into it. Like, I, I don't think it was Taz. It was someone I was watching who, like, had a full setup, like, in just a room. And I'm like, wow, that's really cool. Wow, I have a room like that in my house of mm-hmm. just dedication to that thing. Mm-hmm. Where if I just want to get a PlayStation, hey, great, I can wear my, play my PlayStation on whatever TV I want, even the 3D one. That was a fad for like a year. Like I could play that wherever I want to and still have all my sensories to look around <laughs> and not, you know, trip and fall and hurt myself. Um, I think, I don't know, like, I don't think you'd ever will catch on. Like, I don't think you'll ever overtake like a switch or an Xbox. I think it would always still be behind those things. Cause I don't know, like, like I said, it's just easier to get a switch and then just play that and don't have to worry about a setup or wires or anything else. Or, or even if it's, it's compatible to my computer. Like, is my computer good enough to run this VR headset? Where everything else, I can just buy, put it in, and just play it. Um, I think there's a lot of hurdles there. Everything will be, like, fully mainstream, not really. Like, do I find that... What was that stupid game everyone was playing? Among Us VR is a thing that was announced. And you're like, oh, that's cool, I guess. But do I know 10 other people who also have a VR headset to play this? I don't know. Like, <laughs> like not a lot of my friends don't have that. Mm. Mm-hmm. So accessibility, um, time, space. I think all these things go, goes against VR headsets. Again, as much as I'm sure, every, like, PlayStation, other other headsets are like, no, please play us. Like, well, it, and there's the one, it's the Quest that's wireless. I think there's one of those that are not wireless. It's like, okay, that's cool. Like, if you make something that I don't need to, you know, have a degree in to set up, then cool. Like, that's great. I can portably use that. Versus the ones I've seen where you have to have kind of like a rig set up just mm-hmm. to get it going and actually have a good experience. Yes, fully agree. How about you all, listener? What is your answer to the VR debate? If you'd like to answer said question, 
please join our discord again GameRavenReview.com and I'll link to our Discord will be right there for you. And we'll be right back with our main segment. See you there. Welcome back to the game Raven review podcast with our main segment and talking about some of the games we're looking forward to coin towards the end of 2022, pretty much quarter four. Um, and basically we've kind of done this before. We're going to go around. Each person will have a game or so. They'll discuss it. We'll watch a trailer. If you're here on the Twitches, if you're not here on the Twitches, that's probably going to be edited out. Should be here on Twitch. Mm. But we will start with Taz. Taz, what is your first game? Yes, so my first game is a game that I've been following since I saw a little thing on TikTok many, many moons ago. It's called Potion Permit. It is like the Stardew Valley of potions and alchemy. And you are essentially a healer um, that travels via train to this town and you'll have to diagnose symptoms, gather ingredients, brew potions, cure ailments, fight monsters to get new ingredients to make better potions because I believe there's like over 30 NPCs in your town and uh, and I think from what I understand um, from my research is that if the, the tavern owner or the general goods store owner gets sick, the general goods store is now closed you have to cure the guy cure the person before you can go back and shop in the general goods store and same with because they all have roles everyone has roles work duties things like that so it's really good incentive for you to not wait around and to actually cure this person which i think it's i think that's genius like if you know time because like you know like like in stardew valley or graveyard keeper time goes on with or without you but this one i feel like I would have more of a control of what's happening because I mean, that sounds weird coming from a medical standpoint. Like, yeah, I can control like what's open and what's not open based on who gets sick and whatnot. But I really think it's a interesting concept to kind of, it's not really punishment. It's just, it's just a, it's, it's more life, you know, like, you know what I mean? Um, uh, and it is available. Um, on the Switch, PS4, Xbox One, PS5, Xbox Series X and S, Amazon Luna, and Steam. And it came out September 22nd, so it is already out. Um, and a feature that I'm looking forward to that I originally wrote down, but then I saw that trailer and then I didn't know about it. Um, I originally said diagnosing symptoms and finding a cure. That's really fun. That sounds cool. However, after seeing the trailer, I love one of my things that I didn't like so much in Stardew Valley and Graveyard Keeper was that I had no idea where anybody was. I had to like, if I have to freaking Google where this person is on this particular day, that's like, I mean, sure, I guess you have to go around and find them, but then you waste so much precious time. But if you're your dog and if you've already met the person and your dog can sniff them out and just show you where they are, that is mm. mind blowing. That's Love that cool. feature. 
that is amazing. And you get the little dog and you gotta feed him and just like does a good job and doing his working hard, you know? So that I love. That's a good that's an awesome feature. Holy smokes. Uh but yeah. I'm know what I'm getting this weekend. So mm, yeah. That looks like there's gonna be a lot of hours of gameplay if I start playing that. <laughs> Next is Puppet. What is your first game? My first game is Anglerfish. And um, I did stream the demo to this game a little while back on our Twitch channel here. Um, And it is a ridiculous game. We love love it. Um, So basically what got me interested in this game is, one, I love creepypasta. I love spooky stories and this game is based on a true story true story um about you know you hear a lot of tropes of like ang- like the idea of an anglerfish so like you'll even see like coyotes will play with animals or wolves or whatever and like lure them into forests and then like attack them so they seem like your friend and then you go and you follow them and then it turns out that there's some kind of monster Basically, in this game, um, you are at a secluded bar in the mountains, and um, you're with your buddies, and it's supposed to be, like, a bachelor party, and you're supposed to be, like, picking up girls or whatever, but then things start to happen that are a little weird, and uh, the, the art style is really interesting, and I love pixel art, and I think that this game has great pixel art. Um, lots of jump scares, um, and it's got incredible music and everything. Um, it's really great. So it's ridiculous. Um, it is made by two people. Um, one of which, um, is, uh, a gal who has been studying, um, like monsters and why we're afraid of monsters and the psychology behind that. And so, um, and her name is Maria, and her partner um, also worked on the game, and uh, they are just amazing at this balance of, you see him fishing, and it seems like normal, and you're like, oh, this is cute and fun, and like the music's really good, and like, whatever, and then something happens, and you're like, whoa that was shocking did not expect that at all and as somebody who loves you know indie horror i love that um i just love that surprise there's a lot of surprises in this another feature that i um i really liked a lot and that actually first drew me to the game was that every time you die things change so like I mean, we all play video games, and the whole point is not to die. You're trying to survive, right? But in this game, in this game, you have to die. And when you die, new things happen, and the story progresses. So um, instead of trying to avoid death, you find different ways for your character to die so that you can find out more about the story and you're trying to uncover like the mysteries that are behind the bar um here in the secluded mountains and you are just trying to survive the night quote unquote survive the night um but you have to die in order to do so and i just i love that um 
when I was playing this, I was laughing so hard and screaming and it's just it's everything I want in in a in a horror game. So, very much looking forward to it. It comes out November 10th um this year and uh it was backed by the Danish um Film Institute. So, that's pretty cool. And professional villains are the ones who uh developed it and they are based in Denmark. So, it's going to be available on Steam. There you go. It's a great name, Professional Villains. I love, mm-hmm. I love that name. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. Thank you, Puppet. Emily, what's your first game? Okay. My first game, I just found out about it today. Um, so, it already came out, actually. I believe it came out October 13th. Um, so it just released on Steam, Xbox, and Nintendo Switch. Um, their press kit says it's also out on itch.io, but I couldn't find it in there. I searched, so I don't know. Some things don't come up for me when I search for them. It's weird. Um, but so Paradise Marsh is a game made by one person, Lazy Eddie, a.k.a. Etienne Trudeau, and he's a solo developer from Montreal. Um, and this game, you're basically, it's a first-person uh, adventure where you're walking through marshes and you're trying to basically restore the constellations because the stars have fallen from the sky and you collect, like, bugs and frogs and things um, in order to do that. And I thought the art style was really nice and there's other things about it that I'm really excited about. I really like uh, cozy games, games where I don't have to fight or anything like that. So this one really stood out to me. I'm looking forward to um, filling a notebook with like stickers and things when you collect things. I love it when they put it in a notebook and you can like look over your collection and be all proud of yourself because you found this and that. And there's a pun to the frog, I guess, that says other things like, isn't it ribbiting? And I just thought that was super cute. Um, but the thing I got most excited about, which I don't know, some people think this is silly. I'm a huge soundtrack nerd. I freak out over soundtracks like nothing else. I So I was like, okay, soundtrack and audio by Disaster Piece. That sounds really familiar. So I looked, at, looked him up and he's uh, done a bunch of other music for movies and things like Marcel, The Shell with Shoes On. That's like a cute wholesome quirky movie that's perfect like the same kind of vibe but he's also done the music for bodies 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 and it follows which is like one of my all-time favorite horror movies and i i have always loved the soundtrack for that and then didn't know who did it and just today i was like i put the two pieces together and i was like oh my gosh it's the same guy and i just totally freaked out because i like i said i nerd out about soundtracks so, yeah, I'm really excited for this game. It looks really cute. And, uh, yeah, I love a good solo-developed game from Montreal, apparently, because Cozy Bee Games is also a solo dev out of Montreal, and she's one of my favorite, all-time favorite solo devs. She made Lemon Cake, and um, she's working on the Ranch of Rivershine right now, which is also exciting. So, yeah, that's my first game, Paradise Marsh. Go check it out. Very nice. Thank you, Emily. You're welcome. And let's go around back to Taz. Taz, what's your second game? Uh, my second game is called The Lo- The Last Hero of no- Nostalgia. And this game, uh, <laughs> this game cracked me up because of how it, it's one of those games that it's 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 whimsical. It's funny. 
Um, and I've only seen a little bit of the trailer and, you know, you know, a game is good when like the narrator of the trailer is is hilarious. Um, this game is developed by Over the Moon. It comes out October 19th. So coming out uh, this Wednesday. So market calendars um, is going to be available on Steam, Xbox Series X and X, X and S and Xbox One. Um, it's a little bit satirical. Um, it kind of it memes on a bunch of stuff in video games and just it looks hilarious. As you can see, you can saw you saw they're walking on Rainbow Road. Rainbow Road, yeah. Um, <laughs> they were memeing on like the Elden Ring messages, like "Behold, dog!" when it is in fact not a dog. <laughs> um, so, and I I think I'm looking forward to it because it's it's and it's uh, because one of the features in it is, as you can see, uh, seamless co-op. Um, and I think that's something that any Dark Souls game was like lacking. Sure, there's PvP, PvE, PV, you know, you can you can summon somebody to help you with this section of the game. Um, but as long as you can like play the whole game with your buddies or with your with a friend of yours or something, that'd be amazing. And you can just laugh together at all the, the, the jokes and all the crazy things that are happening. Um so yes, again, market calendars. So if you're a PC player, it's going to be available on Steam uh, this Wednesday, October nineteenth. Um, but also as well as Xbox Series X and S and Xbox One. Um, but yeah, yep, yep. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to it very much. So cool! I would love to play that one with you, Taz. Let's do it. Let's do it. Puppet, what's your next game? My next game is very different from my first game. It's called Flying Neko Delivery. And it is uh, developed by Fractal Phase. And they are a family-owned um, studio in Ontario, Canada. And they like to make low-poly games for underserved markets, which I loved. Um, um, you are literally a little kitty. Who is uh, whose job is to like deliver things? Um, and I thought it was very fitting that I found this game recently because I saw Kiki's delivery service for the first time um, not too long ago. I know, very surprising that I hadn't seen it because I love my witchy stuff and my cats, and um, it's a classic. But um, anyway, I then saw this game and I was like, oh my gosh, it's like. It's perfect. You get to fly around and you deliver packages while you're flying on your little broomstick, which you can upgrade, by the way. And um, I also like that they said that there are simple and forgiving controls that let you fly without worrying about crashing or combat. So when I want to relax and not really have to worry about anything, I can play this game. It's like such a cozy game. And uh, it's there's so many biomes and stuff that you can explore, as you can see in the um, in the trailer. And uh, you get to like forage and find different like plants and animals and all the different things in the world. And you can collect them and um, you can come home and decorate your house. Um, you can also cook food and you can craft things and you can unlock new abilities and it's just so wonderful and you get this little tiny co cottage and all the furniture is customizable and you get to shop for new furniture when you're out doing deliveries for people in the little in the little town 
And also, you get to make friends, because relationships are a big part of this game, too. So when you deliver packages to the same villager over and over again, your relationship with them deepens, and you, you know, you get friends. And then you get unlock rewards from getting those friends, and they give you things. And if you know me at all, I love Animal Crossing. I have a couple hours in that game. <laughs> um just a few and um so seeing a game that is one an indie game which is great two a freaking cat three is witchy four has pretty much all of the features of animal crossing in it when it comes to relationships and crafting and decorating your space and all that i'm stoked i'm stoked for this game um, and so it was actually, uh, so it, it is going to be released on October 20th. So again, mark your calendars. It's four days from now as of recording. So those of you on Twitch watching, yes, please, uh, be ready for this. Um, be ready for me to get completely lost in this game. <laughs> <laughs> um, it will be on, uh, PC, but also... Nintendo Switch, which makes me very happy because then I can wrap myself up in a blanket and sit on my couch and play if I want. So, yay! There you go. Very different from my first game, but still witchy and wonderful. I can tell you're like sh almost like shaking from just how excited you are. <laughs> I yes! totally get it. Yes. It is. It's perfect uh, combination of like cat witchy things. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, Kiki's delivery service was like the first thing I thought of. Yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I still can't believe it took me so long to see that movie. <laughs> it's a good one. It's super cute. Yes. Thank you, Pup. And also, if you haven't watched that movie, just just go watch it. What do you mm -hmm. want? Like, what are you doing with your life? What are you doing? Go watch <laughs> the movie. Yes. Uh, all right. And Emily, what's your next game? Okay. Um, a lot like Puppets, my second game is very different from my first game. It's uh, it's called The Excavation of Hobbs Barrow. And it's a kind of dark set in Victorian setting um, pixel art game. It's like a point and click adventure. Um uh it, it it looks really kind of disturbing and gives me wicker man vibes so um yeah the artwork is really detailed and um uh i don't know to me it's just some very disturbing visuals going on there um it reminds me a little bit of the last door which is a, a game pixel art also a point and click adventure set in victorian london um, and I really loved that game. That game is almost 10 years old now. But uh, yeah, so this one is available um, for PC, Linux, and Mac on steamandgog.com. It came out, uh, looks like, September 28th, 2022. And from their Facebook page, it looks like there is a um, possible update regarding whether it will come out on the Nintendo Switch as well. The developer is Cloak and Dagger Games, which I think is a very uh, fitting studio for this kind of game. Yeah, the and the voice acting and stuff is so good. Yeah, I usually am like, uh, voice acting in games can just be so hit or miss, and I thought that was actually pretty good voice acting. So, um, yeah, the this is like my entire personality. It's like the dichotomy of cutesy, cozy things, and then just like the darkest, creepiest crap you could 
imagine. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's wrong with me. I feel like you understand me, puppet, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. No, I feel it. Totally. Yeah. The voice acting actually helps to immerse you further into the story, mm-hmm. it seems. So that's cool. Yeah. So that's my other game. Very different from the first game. <laughs> and we like having a mix of everything here. So nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. This is a great lineup, though, you guys. This is... I'm so excited to play all these games. It's going to be a good fall. Same. Good yeah. winter. Yeah. Yep. And we haven't even mentioned Pokemon yet. <laughs> oh, I can yell about that. Sure. Um, <laughs> another game that comes out uh, this coming year, off the top of my head, is Pokemon. November 18th here in the good old states of America, where Pokemon Scarlet and Violet will come out. Again, this is a different kind of Pokemon game where you have like three different choices of going your regular route of like defeating gyms and doing different challenges to doing a treasure hunt. Um, and it's an open world game. Very first open world game. Very, again, Arceus was not an open world game. They pretty much made that very distinct in this. I think there's a lot of good things happening here in this game. I also believe there's some things that I don't kind of like, you know, if you woke up at like 8 a.m. Central Time to see a trailer and then find out that it's just like a VTuber girl who then tells you you have to wait another week to figure out what her Pokemon was. You're like, oh, man, I woke up for this. Yep. And, <laughs> and then the next week, like, I'm not waking up for this. <laughs> like, fool me once. Hmm. And it's but also it's still kind of cute. I like is it I know I know. Because she's an ion and she does electric Pokemon. See? <laughs> I get what you guys Oh, I get it now. Thank you. And, like, she's cool. Like, I like that. I also am slightly upset that, hey, look at all this cool voice acting. Man, I'm not going to get any of this in the game, am I? No, no, that's fine. Um, I like the pink Magnemite that she had. That was cool. You can keep lying to me if you want to, Pokemon, saying that that is a hair clip. I've never seen hair clips float off my head then come back on it. So, you know. Don't lie to me. Um, <laughs> I think her frog Pokemon thing was it Belly something or other? Eh. Belly Bolt. Belly Bolt. There, there it is. Yes, Belly Bolt is made to be a toy. Like, and again, I know Pokemon. Ooh, but it's like I see that. I'm like, that's a plush. You put that on your bed next to your child, and look, Belly Bolt. Like, and its eyes aren't his eyes. Eyes aren't his eyes. Like. Like a frog would have, again, a defensive mechanism where when his eyes are closed, you think his eyes are open like butterflies. You know, all those things in nature. So that's cool. I like the Mega Man looking things. I dislike the red right on where, for some reason, it has wheels but uses legs. (laughs) Why do you have wheels? Like, (laughs) What are you doing? So mad. Oh, but no, I think it looks cool. I'm very, I, like, I want to see where this goes. I hope that it's good. I think you know, it's a Pokemon game. I don't think uh, my headset just died. So I'm going to keep talking, but my headset died. Um, oh, no. But I think it's going to be cool. Like I enjoy Pokemon trying new things at least versus doing the same old, same old that we've always gotten. Arceus did something different. Uh, and I to hopefully Get a great experience come November 18th. I also don't work that day. 
and I'll just be able to play all the Pokemon I want and hopefully don't start sending Twitter things out because I'm mad. Um, so yeah, Pokemon, November 18th, biggest indie game ever. Mm-hmm. Yes, sure. it's great. So let's talk about Pokemon and this picnic business where you can also watch them as you have at the end of 18, guys. Go get Violet or someone go get Scarlet because I need someone. I'm getting Scarlet. Trade. All right, I'm getting yeah, everybody around me is getting Scarlet, so I'm getting Man, Violet. I hate yo, them. hate those hats. Got it. Um, I think the gimmick's good. Oh, yeah, the gimmick you can change the typing of your Pokemon. That's really, really cool. Man, I hate those hats. Man, I wish they chose a different thing. Because it just looks silly. <laughs> you see, like, all four of them on the screen. It's like, man, my Switch won't be able to handle that. Like, you put a giant one in front of me that's also terrestrializing, because that's the word they made up, to then having, if we're doing raid bosses, four of us also doing that. Man, I got <laughs> that Switch ain't going to work with that. My Switch is going to just catch on fire. And I'm like, ah, oh, got to keep playing the game, though. <laughs> it's just a little burnt won't hurt nobody. Um, yeah, again, I like that. I think Mega Evolution is still the best gimmick they've ever done. And they've been chasing that ever since. I think this is a good second. I think being able to walk into a battle versus Puppet, knowing that she has a Pokemon that can change a type, but I don't know what that is, is a nice, again, mix-up. Because how am I supposed to know what she has versus what Taz has? We both can all have Pikachus, but we don't know if their Pikachu is a water type. We don't know if that Pikachu is a flying type. We don't know any of that. I think it's cool. Also, if you watch the Pokemon anime right now, <laughs> it's so funny. They made a rule just for Ash saying, hey, Ash, you're going to use one of these gimmicks, by the way. I know you've been around and done a lot of things. Get one. Don't do all of them. Yeah. Because <laughs> he is, he's a cheat code. He's like, I've been everywhere. I can do mega evolutions. I can do Z moves. I can do. I'm like, you're just hacks, is what he is. Hacks. That little 10 year old who's not 10. I mean, he's, I think he had like one birthday. He might be 11 now, you know. He had one birthday. <laughs> Did he have a birthday? I want to say, like, in the early seasons, it was like, oh, we're back at home. And his mom was like, happy birthday, I believe. Oh. Now, we've also rebooted since then, or whatever we did in Alola. Right. So, I don't know. But Pokemon looks great. Again, I hope it does well, like, like review-wise. I already know it's going to sell. But I want it to be like a game that I walk in, and I'm like, I'm having a good time. Mm-hmm. Not, oh, look at this BS again. Mm-hmm. Or look at this man who is, like, <laughs> sleeping, quote-unquote, on this bridge that I can't cross. He is, again, quote-unquote, sleeping. And it's not, again, any adult beverages ingested. He's just tired. Mm-hmm. 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 Don't tell me yep. open world game where I can take my level 100 Pikachu and didn't start fighting, you know, child in in woods with his five Radisa and be like, oh, oh my man. God. So sorry, man. But I already beat this one, this one side of the game. I have to come back and all my mega... Pokemon who will level 100. I'm so sorry, little kid. I'm... <sighs> mm-hmm. The game yep. doesn't have scaling. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, good. Those were good times. Hey, we I haven't like even talked talk. about Wiglet yet. Wiglet, who will get certain names and <laughs> it's, 
<laughs> which, which again is not a diglet. It is Pokemon not a diglet. No. Pokemon website said not a diglet. Even yeah. though it looks close enough. And I'm like, okay. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm I have to share this with you guys in our um chat. Um the Scarlet and Violet uh official website has all of the pokemon that have been announced yes um and you guys need to choose your favorite one and tell me why we're gonna play a little game oh well i already have two. Oh, you have to choose one sam don't be ash oh. i want them all <laughs> that's the name of the thing is a gotta catch them all uh, right gotta catch them all I got I love LeChunk because LeChunk will be Lemmy because that's what I'm gonna <gasps> name it. I know I Lemie. hope that Lethic comes into fruition. Like just I never it, seen a Pokemon whose name I just didn't want to change personally. It's like that's a good name, LeChunk. Like yeah, uh huh, mm-hmm. Yep. I like a uh, Grafiai, 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 Grafafia. Graf. Oh goodness. We're oh, gonna say not, it a certain not way. Wrath, are you? You're not talking about Fergarath. No, no, it's the new like poison monkey that Grafia? does graffiti in the in the woods. That does graffiti in the woods. Yeah, his trailer yeah, was yeah, their trailer yeah, was yeah, awesome. Yeah. It's constantly caught up in territorial struggles with other Pokemon. Sounds stressful. Same. It performs to roam alone. Are you are this Pokemon? Same. Yeah. And didn't we talk about like my my Aww. my gym type event like I like realistically would be poison type? Yes, actually, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. I'll, maybe I'll I'll do my build around poison. That'd be cool. Yeah. Are these new Pokemon? Because I'm not a Pokemon person, so I don't know what's going on. Yeah, these are <laughs> that's these are okay. Fresh. They're they're fresh and new. Hot so, out the fresh, oven. Fresh and I'm new kind Pokemon. of. Yep, oh. I'm kind of excited to see what you say, Emily, because I know you're not a Pokemon person. So, so it's kind of like pick my favorite. Yep, just pick your favorite right off the cuff. Uh, first, first one I saw and thought, oh, that one's good was Sprigatito. <gasps> yes, classic. Oh, it's so cute. Capricious and attention-seeking. It may sulk if it sees its trainer giving attention to a Pokemon other than itself. Sounds like me with my husband. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Just kidding. That's not true. But yeah, I think he's cute because he's green and he's happy looking. The end. Yes, so cute. So uh, along those lines. Pommy because oh. he's just like a chunky bunny and I love it. Oh yes, I saw. I, I didn't even know that Pommy existed until just now, and mm -hmm. oh, it's so cute. Um, okay, along those lines, uh, Fue Coco is still my favorite. It says Fue Coco is a laid back, uh, is laid back and does things at its own own pace. It loves to eat and it will sprint toward any food it finds with a glint in its eye. <laughs> Same. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like me. Easily taken. Easily uh, taken. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so cute. Oh, he's just yeah. yes. And for the longest time, I thought he was an apple. But Sam, I think it was you who was like, "No, he's a little chilly." And I was like, yeah, "Oh, that makes so much more sense than a fire apple." <laughs> 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 I just, I really hope that you know he doesn't turn into something like 
weird, you know? Like, I don't want them to ruin him. Alligator-ish fire-breathing thing, probably. Yeah, like, if it's a feraligator-type situation, great. But... I've I've been spoiled to whatever Quackly is supposed to be, which I hope isn't true, but sadly... If it is, I I don't see where this duck goes, because it is easily a duck. He has a little hat that is his hair. Oh, is it not going to be a duck? Is this what the rumor is? Yeah, no. From what from what the leaks have given us, and they've been mostly true so far, because they even predicted this. I guess belly bolt, little fat toe th- thing over over here. Yes. So yeah, we'll, I've, we'll I've, see. I've seen the leaks too. Yeah. Mm. Um, Bread? my second favorite though. Oh yeah, Fido. Fido is also adorable. Yes. Also, and then like his evolution, which would be cool if it is named this, should be Thoroughbred. Nice, oh, that's clever. That's really clever. Like, like I like that. They yes. should hire you. They should hire they should. you. Again, I like whoop. I like the the whooper. The brown whooper. whooper. Yes, I've always loved the whooper. Who's this? Uh, Carulage? fire and ghost type. Looks super cool. Krulage, yes. So Krulage is, they're specific to the game that you get. So you have Krulage here, or Cerulage. Then you have Amaruj, the red one above it, red and yellow. So again, okay, gotcha. If you get Scarlet, you get, again, purple. If you get, I'm sorry, no, if you get Scarlet, you get red. If you get, you know, violet, you get your purple, which one of the other reasons I think that this is just a really cool design. I think it doesn't fit in Pokemon, to be honest. Like this thing. Yeah. Like you look at all these other Pokemon, like you can't put him next to Belly Bolt and be like, "Yeah, this is the same thing." Mm-hmm. Like you can't yeah. put this next to Frank Coco and be like, "Yeah, or Frank Rat." <laughs> right? I know. You can do things that fit like in a Mega Man game. Oh my gosh! I can't wait to have a picnic with Karulage and my Lechonk. I just Lechonk. and I'll, I'll give them okay. a bath together. It's gonna be great. <laughs> so I like. The morbid of watching Pokemon being an adult, right? Where, like, you also have the gimmick of making sandwiches, right? And you're making your sandwiches, and, and I, I think they're for only for me. Because I, I don't think I'm feeding the Pokemon this, I hope. Because, like, you look at the ingredients of that trailer, one of them is ham. And I'm like, <laughs> where are we getting ham from? Like, like, And who are we giving the ham to? <laughs> like, are we giving it to LeChonk? And LeChonk is like, I'm delicious. Oh, oh no! Like oh, I just—it's no. just funny. Like, like all right, guys. I know you didn't think about it because, again, who would? But like, yeah, I just, I just, I just want to know. Like, am I gonna have some crab legs? <laughs> and look at cloth over here. Like, mm, I mean, cloth looks it. like it's being fed crab legs. I mean, look at it. It's I'm horrified stressed. by what is happening. <laughs> he looks really stressed. He just does, you know. Like, I. But I get it. So does Smolive. Small live. Oh, oh it's a little olive. <laughs> a cool. foot tall, by the way. Just a foot tall. And again, Frigorath. Because, again, that's also another rumor, and probably also in the leaks, of, hey, other gens might be getting evolutions, which is cool. Yes. Again, yeah, it is cool. Frigorath now has a hoodie, because its tail is now on its head. Oh. Well, that's how that can happen. Don't worry about it. Um, but yeah, looks cool. I oh. like it. Also, 10 feet tall, which I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, 
I just, I, I kind of want a Dragonite situation, though, where it's like, oh, surprise! This actually evolves from this. And doesn't look anything like the previous evolution at all whatsoever. <laughs> what, like, what is that Pokemon? Uh, uh, don't, don't ask. Don't ask questions. Eh. Don't ask questions you don't want answers to. Eventually, though, we will get evolutions of our starters, which, I mean, we have like a month left, guys. I just, I need mm-hmm. to make sure that my duck boy doesn't turn into what I think is going to turn into. And <laughs> me just be sad, because I really like Quaxley. Like, he's... Look at him. He's so proud. Oh, my God. Yes, he's a vibe. He's a vibe. Yeah, he will be called one of the... (laughs) He will be called a Disney character of some kind. Like, I will find the duck for him. (laughs) Hairdo. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, that hat is there. Like, he's just just so proud to be here. Mm -hmm. A serious mannered Pokemon. Yep. And then you have Fuecoco. You're just kind of happy. Look at his little arms. He can't grab anything. Yeah, he, he, you know, he doesn't really need him. He's going to turn into a giant dinosaur, though. Like, I just, I feel that this is going to turn into a giant dinosaur. I know. I really want him to turn into some kind of, like, OP, like, dinosaur because it's eating so much, right? Like, it's just going to be huge. Then Sprigatito. I don't know what Sprigatito is going to turn into. Like, hmm. Something beautiful, probably, and something that they're going to use a lot in the, uh, what what is it, like, the um shows the, the pageants oh oh, the, oh yeah, yeah, yeah like with may in them or whoever is the yeah uh, right companion for for i guess just ash doesn't have a companion anymore does he i guess his companion is now go yes oh my god i ship them i love go and ash i, think I did like so um together. gary coming back and being like i'm gonna make sure you're good for my old boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> oh my god sure you're or a good rival for Ash. So I'm like, all right, Gary, get out. We haven't seen you in years. Get out of here. <laughs> Where have you been? Oh, but yeah, Pokemon. You know, by the time this comes out, maybe Pokemon's already out. Now, what version mm-hmm. did you all choose? Hmm? Which, mm-hmm. What starter did you choose? Which one do you think is the cutest? You know, does this. And why is it, again, just Fido? I mean, come on, he's squishy. Look at him. And Lechonk. I would, I would cut him with Portuguese Pokemon, honestly. Like, even Cloth. Cloth can get a little cuddle in, too. He needs, he needs to be, like, hugged and told it's going to be okay. <laughs> oh, you know what this looks like to me? Cloth? Oh, what is the what is the Elmo meme when he's just, like, looking up into the sky? Oh, yes! <laughs> With the fire? Yes! Yeah. That's what he looks like. That's, that's what this stupid thing looks like. He looks like the Elmo... Oh, God. Elmo Rise. Oh, no. Oh, poor baby. I hope he's okay. Uh, well, that has been our podcast for today. Um, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching on Twitch. I have been your host, Sam, here at the Game Raven Review Podcast. Um, you can find me on pretty much everything at Sam Said It DFW. Um, let's see, let's start with Puppet Puppet. Where can you be found? I am Puppet Master N, that's Puppet Master E-N, and I am on all the socials uh, under that um, tag, and follow me on Twitter, I'm funny. Um, Also TikTok, also Instagram, whatever, all the things. Twitch, I am streaming again on my own channel here and there, so if you want to watch me completely fail at Halo Infinite, 
or watch me nerd out over the rising or even play some of these games that we mentioned today because i am stoked about them please come see me um and i i might play some pokemon on my channel i'm not sure yet we'll see we'll see but that's me i'm puppet master n all right taz where can you be found Yes, you can find me at TazCDevil3 on all the social media. Um, I co-host uh, Raven Parties here Sunday nights um, with Dark Isle. Um, we will not be doing one tonight because I will be busy, but uh, I'm also streaming also on here Monday nights, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, I'm playing whatever's hot and fresh on the indie game market. Um, and then I, I just sporadically stream on my own channel as well. So, again, it's Tasty Level 3. Hope to see you around. And Emily. I am only on Instagram at Adam Ant A Whitfoot. Adam Ant A Whitfoot. And I don't do much other than, like, paint my nails now and then. Uh, that's it. <laughs> good stuff, I, though. She's good at it. Right? I saw the um, candy corn stuff. That's obviously really cool. Thank you. I couldn't be couldn't be more happy with that one. How'd you do that? Just on a side note, like those several coats. Again, I have no clue how nail polish works. I've only done it like once. So, so like, like different coats was happening. Yeah, it's actually a jelly polish. It's not a normal cream nail polish. So I used um, three different colors, all jelly type, um, and did one nail at a time, three coats of each. And then I covered it with a matte top coat. So it looks like the matte sort of finish of a candy corn and it looks uncanny i see what you did there i see what you yeah. did there. all right and if you like to follow us we are game raven review at game review on twitter and twitch we have a facebook we have a tiktok we have instagram uh myspace uh oh my god <laughs> tumblr <laughs> no tumblr. not really uh we have a <laughs> I was like, do we have a Reddit? I don't think we do. Um, but again, also Discord. If you'd like to join our Discord again, GameRavenReview.com. All our links will be there. You'll be able to join our Discord, talk to us, have fun times, play games maybe even with us as well. Tell us what Pokemon you're going to be getting. Because so, again, I, I will be doing trades because I need those. Um, but hey, this has been our podcast once again. So thank you all for joining. Thank you all for listening and watching. And until next time, goodbye. game.